That's me. That's Garrett. And Garrett was the founder of Vidilook. So we were led to believe. But the actual truth of it, he was being paid $5,000 a month by Scam Lee to put his name out there as the owner of Vidilook. Now, if you're not familiar with Vidilook, it was this platform where you had three different membership levels. I think they started at 150, 750, and 1500. And all you had to do is watch your share or your quota of adverts every day, and you would get rewarded. But people didn't know that the adverts were actually old. The advertisers didn't even know that people were watching their videos. It was a scam. Now recently, Sam's been launching all sorts of things. VAV, for example. And also, Vidilook was relaunched. Because after six weeks of Vidilook being launched, it fell over. They claimed that 6,000 users had set up multiple accounts and the system collapsed. All those people that originally invested in now what they call Vidilook Beta were actually told that um, they were going to get tokens of some sort and they would be able to use them in the later stage. But when they launched version 2, they told everyone that they were having a 24-hour sale. Oh, I just sold something. And you could participate in a 50% off special and buy yourself the maximum package of $1,500 for just $750. The fine print actually said you'd only get half the rewards, so it was actually a half-price membership with half-price everything. I don't know why they did that, but people signed up in the masses. They said they had 2,000 subscribers and 12,000 packages were sold. Two weeks later, it fell over again. Why did it fall over? Well, Sam Lee's software has a fail-safe. And if seven days in a row happen and more money goes out than goes in, the software automatically stops all the withdrawals. Pretty clever stuff. When they relaunched Vidilook, there was a guy called Comrade. And Comrade was... I've been told, a legitimate businessman. And he has other business things that he does, and he wanted to merge some of his knowledge into Vidilook. So his picture was to make Vidilook a feasible platform. However, Sam didn't want to have a bar of it, because Sam is a dirty and disgusting scammer. So then when it collapsed again, Sam started talking about Gareth. Garrett, sorry. And Garrett was going to be thrown under the bus. So I reached out to Garrett and I said, hey, Sam's about to throw you under the bus. Would you like to actually show me or tell me the true story to save your reputation? Because he actually left about three, two or three months ago. And he left, he had $45,000 in his downline from Vidilook Beta. And he also was owed $10,000 from Sam. So Sam paid him out 
and that was his saving grace. Because Sam claimed he wasn't the owner of Vidilook. However, when Garrett got paid out, it came from the main wallet address that all the funds were being paid into for Vidilook, which showed, we've got screenshots which we'll go through soon, and it shows that Sam Lee had total control of Vidilook. And obviously, why would he pay Gareth, Garrett, sorry mate, keep getting your name wrong, uh, out if he wasn't the owner of the business. So it exposes Sam Lee 100%. He wanted to be interviewed by me, and this was my introduction, and now we're going to meet Garrett, and he's going to tell us a lot of the questions that you guys may want to know. For example, am I ever going to get my money back? What about VAV? What was that all about? That was a platform where if you put your money in and shake it all about, you could take your money out, allegedly, within 48 hours and then grow rewards on the platform that you could never withdraw. I've had people contact me who spent $3,000 investing on the platform. Never did they get their money out, even though they were told they were. And this couple that I was talking to, when their multi-level marketer introduced them to them, actually gave them an Australian bank account number to put the money into, which is very strange. Something's fishing going on here, and let's see if we can get to the bottom of it. I'm Danny DeHeck, a.k.a. the Crypto Ponzi Scheme Avenger. I got that nickname by being in a full-page article in the New York Times explaining my quest to name and shame anyone running or promoting a Ponzi scheme or a scam. Thanks for tuning in. Let's fade in to the interview I had with Garrett. Got his name right eventually. I'm back. Just before we get started, I just wanted to show you the document that Garrett sent through so you can see it at the start. So you might want to pause this and read it as we go in real time. I also, I don't know, I might provide a link where you can download the document in case you want to have a look at it and check out the crypto addresses. Let's have a look. So this is the document that he put together to prove that he got paid by the Vidilook main wallet, which he didn't have control of, alleging that Sam is, was in charge of the wallet address, alleging that Sam is actually the owner of Vidilook, which makes perfect sense to me. But you can have a wee read as we go through the document. You can see the correspondence with um, Sam and you can see the actual crypto address where you'll be able to see a transaction for 55 USDT. 45 of that USDT was Gareth's payment for his downline and this was the interesting part why I wanted to come back on again because remember the video look beta, beta had no money left and obviously after it had crashed Garrett left and Garrett got paid out of that um, theoretically beta program that got robbed of all the money or whatever it was. So I'm just showing corruption. But if you want to slow this down and read, just put the video on pause. And you can see here the correspondence with Sam and obviously the crypto address where Sam paid Garrett. And Garrett left um, three months prior the crash of Vidilook 2. 
and this video is all about how Sam has been exposed. So I just want you guys to read that, see that, and obviously know that you can download this document if you want. Now, I've just spent the last hour and a half going through the conversation I had with Garrett. Uh, it's quite lengthy. I'm going to leave it uh, play in its entirety. I'm just going to fade out and fade that in, and you can listen to the whole conversation. There is gold nuggets in the whole conversation. After listening to it, I cut out some of the rubbish. Um, so I just want you guys to listen to it. I think Garrett is a really nice person. Yes, he did make $45,000 out of the downline of Vidilook, but it would be interesting to know actually how much money a scheme like this actually makes. What I really want to know is how much money did Sam Lee scam out of pretending he was working with rather than the owner of Vidilook. Really interesting stuff here. Hopefully this is enough to, you know, you know, get your head around the idea that Scam Lee, as I call him, is actually the the person that's running all these scams. And everything that Sam says, there's no truth in it whatsoever. We really want to get Sam out of these scams and we want to get him off Zoom and stop scamming people. So if you've lost your money to Vidilook or VAV or you're still invested in We Are All Satoshi, if you can, get your money out. You won't be able to. It does seem like Sam's just taking all your money and it's a one-way street. So don't fall victim to these people. Sam will not be the uh, the last. There's many scammers out there at the moment and I really want to do my best um, to stop this. If you enjoy my video, I don't get paid any money for this. So there is a thanks button below the video and I appreciate your support if you can help out. So really do listen to this. Take heart of what I'm saying. Don't get scammed by these fools. You know, I do my best to get my information correct. The best way of explaining what I actually do is like I'm building a giant jigsaw puzzle. It's a scam puzzle. Scamdemic, as I called it in, in some of my videos. And every piece of information that you guys can supply me helps me build a clearer and clearer picture. So don't think, you can go to my website, dehec.com, and you can inform me of any information that you have and I put it in my database, and you help me build a brighter, more colourful picture just with one little piece of evidence that you may be able to give me. So thank you for your support, and I'll now fade in. I hope you enjoy listening to Garrett, who basically spills the beans about his connection with Scamly. Don't forget to provide your comments as he talks um, in the comments below, and let's just see if we can get people like Scamly off the streets for good. Thanks for watching. I'll fade in now. Thank you. Yeah, he's going to throw you back under the bus and say that you were the one who stole all the money and all that. He stuff already going. did. Oh, he has. We need to do that. He already did. And I did. Send, yeah, I just sent you a, a report that I made that I've released to the community. Um, you still there? Yeah, no, I am. I, I lost Hello? you for about uh, 30 seconds. Uh, I think I've got you back there, Yenia. No. Yeah, Telegram isn't that, uh, isn't that great for calls. Um, so sorry, I just woke up. I'm a little slow. So, um, but anyways, so well, what, where, uh, yeah, where are he you uh, at? he basically is telling people, what's like, that? Like, where are you at with it all? Are you like, is he just shit all over you? Is that what we're we're thinking? And then, like, do you want to expose him, or do you want to? What do you want to do? Well, 
I already released uh, evidence that, well, some evidence. Um, he, him, and I had a uh, an employment contract where I was basically a, a consultant for him. Um, I've got the contract. I've got a picture of him holding the contract with me in the picture. Yeah. Um, I don't have the original contract. I can't. I can't find the 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 hard copy. Uh, but I have, you know, pictures of the contract and it's very hard to read, but you can still read it if you really, really wanted to. Uh, it's got his signature, my signature, me basically stating that I'm a third party consultant to help him with, uh, you know, business development. And then of course my $5,000 a month salary, which is, uh, you know, pretty, pretty small considering he, he's probably made millions of dollars off of video work. You put your whole (laughs) reputation out there and everything like that for five grand a month. Yeah, pretty much. But um, I also had a downline because I was promoting as well. I had a downline. I made some okay money off of VidyLook, enough to survive for the last, you know, six months. Yeah. Um, I I kind of like uh, took my time to to let the community know that I had actually quit. Um, you know, there was there was some things I, I told him that I was I was resigning, and he told me that you know, well, I'm not corporate, so you can't resign to me. Um. Mate, and uh, a, a, yeah. if I, if I'm owner of video look, then I, what, who am I going to resign to myself? Yeah. Send myself a resignation letter. So I let the community know about two, it's been almost two months now that I, that I resigned. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam is still saying that I'm the owner of video look. So, so what back the in, owner, uh, what in April, the, C- the CEO guy, what, what's his role? Uh, Conrad, he was, uh, so Conrad's a good guy. Um, he basically came on board to, uh, uh, he's got connections with a lot of other real passive income businesses. He actually owns a company called get my slice and get my slice basically takes, uh, like, uh, uh, customer data or, or data from people. Um, and they basically consent to letting him like sell it to like, companies that are looking to sell products and, and all kinds of stuff. It's, it's, re- it's real. So he has a few other, uh, businesses that he's, uh, he knows the owners of that do something similar, but with other things, um, completely legit. And what he wanted to do is he wanted to help integrate some of those things into the video look platform to help prove the concept and to help yeah. pay out the reward structure. Um, Sam never actually wanted any of that to be done. So when I quit, I told Conrad, look, man, I don't think that this is good for you to be around. He's like, well, I need to, I need to try to see it through and see if I can change Sam. Well, obviously that didn't happen. And then he quit about three, three weeks ago. Right. So no, I think, I I mean, I I watch you guys like a hawk, um, you know, and I just, I, I just felt that something was going off well straight away with you because I, I did a video of you doing that walkthrough about five months ago showing that you had like 400 well you said you had like 450 staff that work for video look and then you walked into sam's office which he's been claiming as his own i thought you're all working out of the same building yeah those 450 employees work on video look but they work on another uh tons of other projects as well yeah um so not all of them worked on VidiLook, but they're all part of the same umbrella that owns VidiLook. And you see my latest video with him walking through the. Um... I'm actually. Uh, I was. I started watching the video, then I thought I'd just give you a call because I'm like, uh, it, it, it. It's. It's just been a crazy few days, but um, just to kind of like clear things, right? I. Uh, 
um, when beta closed, I had about $45,000 locked up in VDL um, that I had basically earned from my downline um, yeah. that I'd been just, you know, saving there. Um, and I, I basically got Sam to pay me out that $45,000. Uh, actually it was 45,000 plus a $10,000 salary because he hadn't paid me in, in three, three or four months. Uh. Um, so he ended up sending me the money. You know where he sent it from? Um, he sent it from the main video look wallet where all the money's going into from, from users. Wow. wow. So that, and, and he's saying that he doesn't, uh, it doesn't have control over the wallet and isn't the owner. Well, yeah. why would I be, why would Sam need to pay me my salary if I'm the owner and why is it coming from the main video look wallet? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's so obviously using I basically it compiled the report. Cause the last 10 days yeah, I reckon I with the two schemes, the V VAV thing, he's obviously running out of money and he's doing these cash grabs to get money in. Yep, exactly. And he's, he's, he's insane. The guy is just textbook insane. He's, he's having a mental breakdown. Yeah, no, I, I picked up on that part of it because it just doesn't make sense. And also the five, the you know, the people will seem to follow him no matter what he says by the look of it. But obviously he's losing numbers left, right, and centre because people are onto him now. So now it's be out of desperation. And I'm sort of thinking, where's he going to go after Dubai? He can't leave Dubai. He's got a travel ban because he owes my old business partner 1.8 million dirham, which is about uh, actually. It's two checks that he he uh, that they cashed that he wrote bad to them of for 1.8 million dirham each, which is about 1.2 million USD. Yeah. And I've got the proof that he's got two legal cases against him because uh, my friend, who's my, or my old business partner, who's a, who's a legit guy too, he sent me uh, or his lawyer contacted me and sent me the uh, the screenshots of. Uh, the two cases that are against him. Oh, yeah, um, I'm way in deep with this, mate. Um, is it, do you think it's possible that he will, he reckoned because he's chatting to me in the in the video look group the other day for three and a half hours, and we t talked about. Um, I said I said why don't you go back to Australia? I'll pay for your flights. And he goes, Oh no, I've been talking to the liquidators. I said, no, you haven't. I said um, you're trapped in Dubai, mate. And he goes, No, no, I can. I've travelled back about a year ago. Uh, and I said, No, I don't think you did. Because he'll he'll get locked up, and as soon as he goes to Australia, Australia, he, yeah, he's yeah, done. He's he's, he's done. <laughs> yeah, but what about um? Is, do you think it's possible that he would try to travel out of Dubai? Or do you think he knows he's toast if he stays there? I don't think that he can. I'm pretty sure he has a travel ban. And when you say a travel ban, who's enforcing it? Uh, the Dubai government, the police. Oh right, because he's um owes them money or that owes somebody. Yeah, right. You yeah, you can't you can't leave the country if you owe any debts. Wow. Or have a criminal case pending. Wow. And how did you get into this stuff, mate? Originally. So I I created my own uh, NFT gaming platform back in 2020. Yep. And um, the guy that I started it with. Um, He's friends with this guy Ed, who lives in the or lived in the U.S., and uh, they both both moved out here to work with Sam on some projects. Mm -hmm. Ed had known Sam for about four years prior. Mm -hmm. um, when uh, when the whole NFT Boom. market collapsed, yeah. um, we we ran out of funding. So my business partner said, "Hey, come out here. We're going to raise some money." So originally, 
back uh, last May, I came out here for three weeks to see if I could raise some money with my business partner. Yeah. And um, of course, that it, it, it didn't work. Um, and then they were staying at uh, a, a really nice four bedroom penthouse in downtown Dubai, um, where they were basically uh, creating scam tokens and, and stuff like that and doing all kinds of weird stuff. And I, I started seeing what they were doing and huge red flag. Mm. Um, and then they had a falling out with my business partner and that guy, Ed. So they all moved out. Of course I had to move out too. And I decided, Hey, you know, Dubai is actually a pretty cool place. There's a lot of good people out here. If you can sort through, sort, sort through the, uh, you know, the, sure. the scams. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was kind of in a desperate situation and, and Sam's like, well, you know, I can bring you on board and, and pay you a salary and you can help me with, you know, one or two projects that I'm starting that, you know, um, I didn't know were uh, also not really legitimate until, um, you know, video look started. And mm. I just came on as, you know, just a, a glorified spokesperson, I guess you could say. Where, um, whereabouts are you from, mate? I'm uh, from California. Right. And you can go back home and you're free yeah. to do whatever you like. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I've, I, 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 could, I can definitely do that. Yeah. But I've kind of uh, started to build build a life out here. You know, I've, I've, I've got an amazing woman in my life and um, I'm working on some, you know, legitimate things right now yeah. uh, with some good people. Um, one of them is completely not even crypto related. Good on you. Um, <laughs> it's a hard world, that one at the moment. I think, yeah, it's just, I just sort of think, what, what in an ideal world, I mean, I think, he, well, he's going to tell the whole community. I mean, I've got a feeling if he hasn't already, well, it sounds like he has, but he's obviously going to throw you totally under the bus and say you stole all the money and you're the reason that video look fell over. It's not rocket science, you know, and you've, and you've, yeah. he, he's already insinuated. You've heard stuff like that already, have you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I put out that report proving to him that he's, he's, he controls the wallets right. and uh, I put it in his like little, uh, what is it? A T high, high T with Sam Lee right. little group. Yeah. And like, of course, everyone in there is basically just a Sam, a Sam fanboy. Um, so immediately they were just trying to poke holes against it. But some people are like, holy shit, Sam really did take the money. And then he starts sending video after video trying to like calmly confront me. And then like, you know, he says, oh, I don't own Vidilook. I'm just a tech provider. I don't own control over the wallets. But as soon as I showed the proof, he said, of course, I have control of the wallet. Wow. Yeah. I'm the tech provider. So he's just, he's going back and forth. And now I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, people are starting to see, holy shit, Garrett isn't the bad guy. Yeah. And he's actually got proof when Sam never had proof that Garrett actually stole the money. It's just, um, I'm just, you know, like I literally had somebody rang up yesterday, lost three grand to him by investing in the VAV thing. They had invested 55 grand into, um, Hyperverse and they got 25 out and, and then I just get phone calls like that all day long and I'm just, you know, like honestly it's just tiresome listening to these guys get away with it, you see. I mean the other one is Ryan Jew, everyone's after him at the moment, not because of the money but they just want to get him off the streets but he's obviously done the right thing and kept his head down and there's no sign, like we believe he's living in Singapore. Yeah, and he's the one that rug pulled, I don't know, was it like three or four billion dollars? I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's that's. There was a. I tracked a transaction for eight hundred and forty-two million that went out of the hyperverse at the same time when it was all going down, and that got broken into small wallets, and we believe it got broken into Bitcoin. 
Um, you know, and then we had Sam Lee talking to Kalpish Patel, and he was saying that Sam was telling him that he knew it was being broken, you know, being transferred out of the Hyperverse accounts and transferred into Bitcoin. And I believe that, you know, that that's where they're trying to store their money in crypto. And obviously, right now, crypto's lost its, its worth. So now that all their investments are, he's trying to get the crypto, well, he's hoping that there's going to be a bull run and crypto's going to get worth a lot more money so he gets his wealth back again. And then and then we'll probably never see him again, you know what I mean? That's that's my feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I just, uh, I mean, to me, there's like two two things, right? Number one, <clears throat> I don't wish, I don't really wish harm on anybody, even though I want Sam to get hit by a fucking bus. <laughs> but you know, uh, he's either he's either going to disappear with all that money, but which is good because then no one will ever hear from him again, and then he can't, he won't be scamming anybody again because as soon as yeah. he shows his face, it's going to be, it's going to start again. Um, either that or he's he's going he's going to go to jail. Either one is kind of fine with me because if we if he's exposed then he can never do business again, even though he's got, you know I mean he, yeah. he's got this, you know, inferiority complex. Um So he's he's the instigator he's, behind everything. Like he's walking around like he's got he said he's got thousands of thousands of staff and I'm going, No, you don't, you idiot. Um, but does he have staff? No, he, he doesn't. Right. So though he he says he 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 wants to make him seem like he's just this he owns this and he owns that and like a warlord. That's what he does, and then basically he just like he works with other people that actually own things, and then says that he owns what they own. Yeah. So oh, like oh, that oh, hotel oh. that they said that they had purchased for thirty million dollars, they oh. didn't actually purchase it. You can't purchase, like you said, you can't purchase anything from. Yeah. <clears throat> you lose uh, it, and then he makes out it's least yeah, a good so idea. Like, but he's already he said he owns a he said he owned the building that you guys were working out of one day, and then the next day he says he owns no, the buildings. Yeah, no. So he's just he's just he changing the story. He's lying because he can't keep a story straight. You see, that's the, the truth of it. Yeah. Oh, it's a big ugly world, isn't it? Really. Oh, I just don't. Um, I mean, like the ultimate would be to call. Well, what what I would like you to help me with would be to, you know, do a, you know, a video basically saying this, this, this is a scam. And then people who are thinking about investing can hear it from the horse's mouth. I mean, Vidilook was there theoretically your business. You started where you were just working for Sam as the potential owner. Was that the, that's what I got out of that. I was, yeah, I was never owner. I was just an employee. I was never scouted as the owner. I was, I was presented as the director of global operations, which has nothing to do with finances, which has nothing yeah. to do with ownership or founding it. I was just an employee. Yep. And, and Sam yeah. didn't start telling people that I was the owner of VidiLook until the money disappeared last week. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I knew you just, so he just changes the story in, in, when he wants to, when he needs to. Yeah. Nobody, there's no videos, there's no chats, nothing that ever says that I was owner until he told people that I was owner a week ago. Yeah. And I, as soon as I heard that, I thought, I see where he's going with it. So I got you. Um, and, and the other guy with the, the older guy, the, 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 and you said he's quite a good guy and he was the CEO. Yeah. And then, uh, Sam invested in his get my slice company to help him get it up and running. Right. 
What about the guy doing all the the so one that? He, uh, what about the guy in the Zoom meetings? Um, he looked like he got thrown under the bus a couple, about three, four days. Oh, ago. Vivek. Yes. So what's happened? He didn't look too good. <laughs> no, and he was he was he was my friend, man. Um, but now he won't answer my calls, won't uh, just reads my messages and leaves them on red. Yeah. Um, he'll be he, told to do that. He's, eh? he's yeah, he's not he's he's desperate. He he's getting paid a salary from Sam. One of Sam's buddies, who's also a huge scammer, his name's Karn. Uh Karn and Vivek are buddies, or I think that Karn has I think that Vivek got into some, maybe got into some trouble and Vivek and, and Karn is like holding him kind of like hostage and forcing him to work with Sam or else he's going to do something to Vivek. Wow. So Vivek has really no choice but to keep working with Sam and Karn. And you can see that. Uh, you can just see that what's going on. Oh, that's that's amazing. Oh, well, I went too far off. I sort of, it's like a jigsaw puzzle for me, mate. I just sort of get little bits here and there, and the picture's getting clearer and clearer. But I've worked with lots I mean, of I, scammers. I, I know it all. I've got the whole thing because I've been doing my research too, and I was working mm. with Sam closely. Him and I would go, you know, we'd go out drinking, and he would get like completely hammered and start telling me certain things. Yeah. And I don't have proof because obviously I can't record the conversation, but like I've got it all in my all in my my brain. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes things just you know, make I, clear I, logical I, sense, that, so it doesn't have to. Uh, you know, that's the thing is that what you're saying to me makes clear logical sense, and that's good enough. I mean, a piece of paper like these stupid promissory notes he's getting everyone to write. I mean, what the hell? Um, you know, it's just stupid stuff like that. We don't need it. Yeah, he just comes up with these weird, weird things that he thinks is like gonna fool people or get them to, you know, believe in something that he's trying to do. And like he's just um, like the the definition of insanity is doing something over and over and expecting different results. Well, that's what he's doing. He's that's doing things he's... over and over, thinking that something different's going to happen. Well, he's going to open Vidilook Vid three, and I'm going, oh my god! And then I know people will sign up for it because they're all fresh people who don't know the history of it all. You see, yeah. So, uh, well, one thing with the hyperverse stuff because I've been busting that for ages, and he claims he's not corporate. He's obviously the guy behind it, in my opinion. But um, do you know anything about that? No, I came in after all that stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's just it's just crap on crap, really. Oh well, I I do feel for you. Um, you've been playing with fire a bit, obviously, so um, you're gonna get burnt a bit. You know, and it's you know just working. Yeah. You know, working for a guy like that. I mean, so basically, what I'm getting is we were working with Vidi Look and the 450 staff. They're just basically a software development company that work on a whole lot of projects. And Vidi Look was a brand that came out of the office, so to speak. And Sam's involvement, yeah. like when he says he provides the tech, does he actually have a tech company and people working for him? Uh, no, because the tech company is provided by the company that created VideoLook. Right. Yeah. But Sam, Sam is a, a he's a co-founder. It's four guys: him, Max, Peter, and this other guy that I don't know. I don't remember his name. Not Kevin by any chance? Chinese guy. Uh, it doesn't sound familiar now. No, because I tracked a. Um, I've been tracking Ryan Drew for quite a while, but um, some of the people that he's caught up with, 
But it's never as big as they say, and there's, you know, I mean, I don't even know why you'd, I mean, it doesn't make sense if you had a thousand staff. He said he said he has thousands of staff housed in those buildings he was walking around in, you know, and I'm going, like, where's, where's the people walking around the street? If this is a working capital of Dubai and you've got thousands of staff, and where's all the, why haven't you got a PA chasing you which, around all day long? So which, um, so there's the, the one building that's three stories tall. What other building are you talking about? Is well, it the one that's in like that compound? Well, he was having breakfast, the one I've just done, in that place where you guys had a few drinks, he reckoned, quite a few times. And then he walked from there. He went into Starbucks, went into the supermarket, and then walked across the sort of compound, which I've seen him park his car outside before. And then he went into the Vivley Look building, but he walked there. But it seemed like a probably a 15-minute walk, but then he could have stopped his phone along the way. And he's pointing out the buildings like, um, a, a, well, you know all the funny names they have, like, NA or A. Oh, A7. Yeah, he yes. doesn't own any of that stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. He, he doesn't know, dude. Buildings. Those are own. Yeah. Those are all rented out, leased out by this multi, uh, this uh, Chinese billionaire who's actually in jail right now. Right, as they do, because I showed a map of Google and I said, look, if, if Sam owned all these buildings, they'd be all under one entity, and all the buildings would have names on them, but they don't. They're all. You know, all you know, different enterprises. So it just—it's all bullshit. I yeah. don't even know why he says it because then you get investigated and start looking into it. Yeah, he doesn't own any of those buildings. Yeah. So how long have you known Sam? Has it been twelve months? Yeah, it's been about a year now. And what about Stable Dayo? What was that your involvement in that? Because I—I thought you guys were in bed with that together at one stage. Yeah. So he basically—I I came on board as like the chief commercial officer. Right. These are just titles that they that, that, that they give and we just kind of help build. Right. Yeah. I actually thought that that was going to be legitimate because they right. were actually working on deals to build to buy like land in Malaysia right. from the uh, from the local government. And then be able to rezone it and build actual like resorts and, and all this stuff on it. Right. So yeah. Stable Dow was the way the, the first. So Stable Dow is a platform of stable investments for right the small guy to get into when he wouldn't be able to normally. So basically you get paid out 0.1% a day for your investment into real real estate opportunities. Yeah. Of course, nobody actually uh, deposited money, maybe a hundred or two, a few hundred thousand dollars, which we needed $10 million to buy the land and to purchase a capital guarantee uh, which would protect everybody's investments. And then Sam totally botched that. So the guys that I was working with, his name, one of them is Triz, Triz and then Ralph. Those yeah. two guys are completely legitimate. Wow. 100%. Wow. Um, they no longer want anything to do with Sam. I'm actually working with them on a legitimate opportunity that's uh, backed by capital guarantees and premium bonds. And it's a sweepstakes. So there's no daily returns, nothing. It's it's basically just a sweepstakes that's uh, uh, kind of like, um, uh, are you familiar with UK premium bonds? No, not really, mate. No. Just a YouTuber, really. Okay. So basically, <laughs> but, uh, like, yeah. yeah, so the, basically a UK premium bond, there's, there's no, um, uh, it doesn't, you know, just like with a regular bond uh, every year, the, the 
the value of the bond goes up and then it matures after a certain amount of years. Mm. With premium bonds, there's no maturity. But if you buy a bond, you get a chance to win a cash prize every month. Right. So they basically created a government-backed sweepstakes. Yep. But it's only available to UK, uh, UK citizens. Right. So we're recreating the same concept, but we're making it global. Right. And and obviously tax so, and, and you know companies registered with proper names and offices and all that would come into play, I assume. And you wouldn't be using crypto to yeah. do it. Is that right? No, we have a fiat on ramp system. Yeah. And we have a crypto payment system. But everything is everything. We have a legal opinion. We we've, we've done everything right because we want to create something that's long term. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so well, that's what we're now working on because we learned we learned from. Sam, what what not to do, and we're like, um, we're 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 gonna make something that's gonna be around in another 30, 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. So Sam's definitely a scammer, and he's rampant, and he's oh, copy yeah. at the moment. Obviously, that's the message you've you've got, and obviously, I think I think as time goes on, I mean, I mean, you're gonna be thrown under the bus. I mean, I think the best thing. It's for you to, we could, I mean, if he's going to say you're, because he's going to say you're trash and you've stolen the money and, and you've taken off and, and that's, you know, it's just ridiculous. Which I already have proof that I, that I didn't. I already presented it to the community and he's already responded to it. Is he? Now saying that he does own, own control the wallet. So if he controls the wallet, then how the fuck did I steal the money? Yeah. And he's obviously using so the now wallet to pay money, pay bills sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. He's funneling yeah. them into other projects or maybe giving it to people that he owes money to so he doesn't get killed. Yeah, that's actually quite a big started, possibility that. Yeah, he started threatening his old business partner, Max. Yeah. And then this guy, Peter, said, hey, Sam, this is like three days ago, right? Because mm. um, my friend is, is, is still working with Max to try to create a legitimate opportunity because not all those guys are, are, are you know, bad 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 boys right yeah um so my friend he's he's working with max a little bit to basically just hire a team for them to manage the project um and he was talking to max and and max basically said yeah sam's been trying to blackmail me um so this peter guy found out about it and uh he's got some muscle behind him Good. he he contacted sam and said hey sam i need to meet with you for you know an hour to talk to you about some business opportunities and he brought like a dozen bodyguards with him and said, Sam, I know what you've been doing. Stop or else these guys are going to come find you and they're going to take care of you. Wow. I mean, it's like the movie. So Sam it? is scared right now. He's got, he's just pissed off so many people and leveraged good connections and, and, you know, turned them to garbage. And he's, yeah. he's on his last leg. He's so, he's desperate right now. And he's just oh, saying everything that. that he can do. And then people are seeing that he's just contradicting everything that he says. Yeah, and it was just like the other oh, about three or four weeks ago. It was like he was drinking when he was on Zoom all the time, or not getting any sleep. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, he's been doing cocaine and uppers and mm. um, just. Is he married? Because he, yeah, Lola, Lola was it? Is this his wife? And I know he's married in Australia, but I never ever got whether he's single or what. But I figure his wife's still in Australia. Is she or is she? Are they separated? We don't you know. He he said he told me he's been married three times. Oh, and I know that he's got three different kids with those three different women, and then he's with this girl named Anne, who's a really good girl. Yep. Um, I I told uh, she, she she came. Uh, so like Sam and I had an apartment together, paid for by Max. 
Yeah. And Sam, Sam moved out. I'm still in the apartment. He hasn't been here at this apartment. Hasn't been here for f- almost six months now, right. but Anne came by last week <laughs> to get okay. some of their stuff, which had already been thrown out, moved out by the Chinese guys. Yep. Uh, Cause they wanted somebody else to move in. Cause they, they needed housing for this guy. And she was like, where's all my stuff? And I was like, you didn't know they, 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 they moved it out. And she's like, who moved it out? I said, some girl. And she's like, what's this girl's name? I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know these people. Yeah. And then she sat down with me for about 15 minutes and I was just telling her everything that was been going on. And she, she looked like, she looked completely just like shocked. Like she had no idea. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cause I haven't talked to Sam on a personal level in three months. Right, because also the rent that was being paid for that house was coming out of an account that wasn't Sam's. So we, I thought, well, it must be like, um, you know, some sort yeah, of... Yeah, Sam doesn't put his name on anything. He yeah. doesn't want a paper trail. Right. Wow. So that's cool. So he's got a girlfriend, not married. That's all right. I like to get my stories straight as I can, but not that I care about his relationship status. But yeah, I think he's, yeah. I definitely see desperation. I definitely, like last week with these three things, he changed dramatically. The $5,000, you could put it, you could buy a package and uh, we are also Satoshi for $5,000. It had no, it was just to give Sam five grand and there was nothing you're going to get for it. It was just show Sam you trust him. And then obviously with the VAV thing it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then also uh, Videlook was obviously doing that relaunch where they did the 50% off. Um it's a cash grab, money grab. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, something's going down here. And then everything adds up. Being trapped in Dubai adds up. He told me that he got flights out of back to Australia about a year ago. And I said, no, you didn't. And I said, send me the e-ticket if you do, because you're full of shit. And um, obviously he didn't. But, um, yeah, just weird, mate. Um, it's not yeah, it's weird. A, it's it's a dangerous. Mess. So what do you think is going to happen to Sam at the end? I mean, is, gonna, is somebody going to... Make him disappear. <laughs> what was that? I, I think that some of the people that he's pissing off, he that could easily happen. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. I'm not afraid. I, I haven't done, I mean, in my eyes, I haven't done anything illegal. I got out as soon as I noticed that it was a Ponzi scheme and that he didn't actually want to integrate any of these real world businesses into the platform to make it legit. Yeah. So I reckon the ultimate would so be. So I'm not, I'm not afraid of getting any trouble. I haven't done, I'm not, I haven't done anything illegal. I, I, I don't believe so anyways. Yeah. Because if, if I did, then everybody else that ever promoted Vidilook has done something illegal. And then Conrad should be going to jail too and Vivek. And neither of those two guys have done anything wrong. Yeah. And, and people, um, the authorities hate Ponzi schemes. There's too many people involved. And it's just too much paperwork. And they glaze over when you talk to them about it. Because I've been pushing like hell to get them to investigate everything. And they just don't care. If you were running a dating network and you were defrauding a 75-year-old guy and telling him that you've got a 21-year-old girl that wants to marry him and you took his money and never delivered the 21-year-old girl, they're more interested in that sort of stuff, the the, the dating scams. Um, you know, yeah. that, that's the truth of it. So Ponzi schemes, um, no one held, as they literally said to me, no one held a gun to people's head when they handed over the money. So people made a decision. They, they made an informed decision, handed over money to something they thought was going to get that was better. Well, I know you've cleared your name of Sam, but he'll he'll restrategize that. You know, he will come up. Yeah, and, but he, he won't be able to. He won't be able to do that forever. Well, he probably go Conrad because next. people are already starting to see what's going on. Well, they are. And they're, and they're I mean, just... I'm, I'm doing. I've done, like I was literally up to five five o'clock in the morning doing this last video. 
you know, and I'm just doing, I'm actually literally just about doing a video a day and it's killing me, but I don't get anything out of this. But I just, I just want to name and shame anyone running a Ponzi scheme or a scam and I, I want to expose these guys running these scams. But I mean, you know, like, how do we, people, I, I tell people, look, he's sold $5 million, $50 million from Australian investors and took off to Dubai. And they go, oh, I don't think you're right. And they go, it's in the papers, mate. You know, liquidators are after him. And, and he's Australian. I'm a Kiwi. We live right next door to each other. He's got a history of it. Oh, no, you, that, he cleared his name with the liquidators. And then he's telling me that. And I'm going, you're full of shit, mate. There's, liquidators want to speak to you right now. If you come back to Australia and you talk to these liquidators, they'll arrest you after they finish talking to you because you're a criminal. You know? Yeah, he's he's going to have his, his day. It, he can't run forever. He's going to, like... He's going. He's he's going to have his day. If yeah. not, he's like he, people like this don't get away with shit forever. I mean, some people do, but yeah. what kind of quality of life is that? Well, I think that's always why on the run. His, that's why he came out of hiding because he's got sick of being a mouse, you know. And he's he's now gone back into well, the stable Deo stuff was a crack up really because he couldn't get that going, and he didn't know how to promote it, and he thought that he could. You know, he was some sort of, I don't know, celebrity. Everyone would follow him. And I just, I never saw any traction there. You know, and all those Zoom meetings, they just look so unprofessional. And I was thinking, what the hell is he trying to do with this? Um, what about that Hyper One thing? Did you hear, ever hear anything about that? Was that anything interesting? Did you ever hear about that? Somebody said Sam was going to start up a another Hyper One deal and they had meetings with him. But I tracked all the photos and they were ancient. So it's still, still bullshit. Yeah, yeah. the whole hyper, hyper fun, hyper nation, hyper, all that stuff. Uh, I I wasn't part of any of that stuff. I didn't even, yeah. uh, you know, and I didn't investigate it because I just, yeah. it, it didn't really matter at the time. I can't and believe you were like working you said, not really. for the promise of five grand a month. That's nothing, mate. If there's no product backing the 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 vision, then it's just a Ponzi. Yeah, and that was—that's exactly what VideoLook is. But it was supposed to be something different. If Sam and Ashley listened to Conrad, which is why Conrad left because Sam didn't want to listen to Conrad, and Conrad didn't want to waste his time anymore because yeah. Conrad is actually working on real-world businesses outside of that. And if he doesn't, if if you know, like, if yeah. Sam doesn't help him, then he's going to go do it on his own, which is what he's doing. Oh, definitely. I think it's a laugh because I can see there's a business. I can always tell a businessman, you know, and uh, at the end of the day, you haven't got time for this stupid thing where you're laying on the floor talking to people like you're, oh, he's just an idiot. I just, I, well, obviously it's frustrating for me because I just see so many people, you know, forking out $1,500, you know, it's a small low-hanging fruit money he's going after, but it all adds up to real money. And um, people just don't, um, they just don't believe what you say. And you go, well, watch this video. Do you want to invest your money with a man that does this or talks this way? You know, like, how is he, like, he's got a Rolls Royce, right? That's what I got told. Is, is it just a, a, a taxi that he uses, VIP taxi or something? So the Rolls Royce is owned by this guy named uh, Dr. Farzam Kamalabadi, who is, uh, he's, if you Google him and future trends, yeah. um, as far as I'm concerned, he's, he's a legit guy. Right. He's got connections with everybody. Like he's, he's doing the whole rise Africa movement, trying to help uh, countries in Africa uh, get out of squalor and, and to build, you know, uh, you know, real facility and infrastructure. Yep. 
Um, he's actually working with us to help us promote and get our new project out in, in the limelight. As far as I'm concerned, he's, he's, he's good. And he tried to help Sam too. And he's at, at, at the end of his rope with Sam as well. Wow. And what about Sam's BMW? That's his so, car? Um, that right there, I think was, uh, it's either, I think he's, I don't know if the driver that drives him around in it is the owner of the vehicle. And that's his personal, like chauffeur car that he drives people around in. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or he was, if he was driving or the, other day, the BMW was... was given to him by one of his old business partners or somebody else. But Sam doesn't ever buy anything on his own. He always gets other people to buy things for him or give him things so he can use and then say that they're his own. Hmm. Wow. Oh, well. Welcome to Dubai. Cool country to live in? Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy it, except for the heat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been to Sri Lanka. People are super friendly. Degrees. I've met some really good people. I had to, of course, you know, like I said, sort through the bad. But, you know, if I had never have met Sam, then I would have never met these other people that are actually legitimate and are or, or trying to create r real things. Yeah. What about Kalpesh Patel? You, know, you, would so have, like, you would have heard of him, but you never met him? Or don't, I know he's a different circle and he doesn't like Sam I've, he can't stand him but um <laughs> but uh, yeah but he's a scammer too yeah well he's still doing it and he's living in Dubai yeah oh well, mate, there's, oh, well this, there's this other guy that they hang out with it's a, a huge scammer too I forgot his name but I met him once and I didn't like the guy from the from the second I met him I didn't even know who he was I just I literally had no idea who he was mm. and I was like I don't really like this guy He's always got these two Russian girls that hang out with him, and then I find out that those are just paid escorts, and they just hang out with him. Yeah. And then I find out that he scammed tens of millions of dollars out of people. Yeah, not. Jane. And he lives in Dubai too. Not Jane Gr Gregory, by any chance? No, it's some yeah. Indian guy. All oh, right. Amazing world, isn't it? I mean, I I love networking. Kumar. His name's Kumar. His name's Ku Kumar. Right. So everyone just lives I don't in know Dubai. If that rings who's a bell. Ripped everyone off so they don't get done. And then, uh, and you, what, what was the visa thing? So you're going to, if your visa is expired, you have to pay money daily. But how do you get your, you do keep applying for a new visa, do you? And if you've got money owing, you have to pay fines or something like that. Is that what I'm thinking? Well, like for me, for example, I can, I have a Dubai like, like visa. Sam op uh, paid to uh, open a company under my name. Um, so I could get my Dubai visa so I could stay here and, and work. Um, but if I didn't have that, since I'm, I'm an, I'm an American, I can just go to the Oman border, yep. get a visa stamp there and then come back here. But I can only stay for a month before I have to do that over and over and over and over. Uh, right. So, so that's what I was doing. You know, uh, originally I can have, when I first flew here, they give you a visa on arrival. And I think it was uh, two or maybe three months. And then you can do a one-time extension of two months. Right. And then you have to uh, – I just decided it was cheaper to drive to the Oman border. It's an hour and a half away. Yeah. And it cost me like 80 dirham. Yeah. Instead of, you know, 8,000 or 9,000 dirham. Wow. Um, but then, of course, they opened the business under my name, which is where Sam is now saying, oh, look, Garrett owns the company, but it's a totally different company name. It's not Vidilook Tech Incorporated. It's Vidilook Forfeiting Services, Forfeiting <laughs> Services, which has nothing to do with anything that the Vidilook platform is doing. 
Yeah, and why do they have to keep opening companies? You can't trade as... I mean, do they have to register a company every time they do an activity that involves money? Because I've always wondered why they bother setting up all these companies. Well, that's, that's the thing. I'm the owner of the company, and I never opened a business bank account, and there's no employees under it, so it's just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, I It was solely so I could get my Dubai visa, and for Sam to try to throw me under the bus later on, which I kind of saw... I knew that he could do that if it, if she hit the fan, but that's why, you know, I he's like, no, we have to have Viddy look in the name. So I figured out a way where I could open a business that had nothing to do with what Sam was doing under the original Viddy look contract. Yeah. Wow. A forfeiting service has to do with basically selling. Uh, uh, it's 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 a third party business that helps uh, people sell goods once they've been moved to the country. Hmm. So basically, I provide a service to help people sell their goods once they've been imported into the country, which right. has nothing to do with watching videos or buying packages or anything like that. <laughs> I love the partnered with 100 plus people and it's YouTube and, and obviously all these big brand companies. And I'm going, you've got, <laughs> how can people claim that? But it's, there's no, and do the, where do the videos, I've never actually gone into the back end of the platform. There is adverts you can watch and where do they get them from? Um, well, if you look at the ads and I, I, I started noticing this, but if you look at the ads, right. And at the end of the ad, sometimes they put the date of when the ad was created, you know, like a Ford company, 2021, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of the ads were from, uh, pre 2022. No company is going to pay people to watch ads from old products. No, I see. That's old adverts. So So what they do is they're probably, they're, there's probably some, some like database or hub where people can like for can like download ads, for like I don't know just to yeah, put into videos and you know just concept stuff. And they probably just went online and fucking downloaded the database of as many advertisements as they could and put them on the platform and said these are the ads that we're making money from. Yeah, rotate them. It'd be quite a. Wouldn't be that hard in the modern's world. Like Canva, you can go in there and get a whole lot of video clips if you want. So I'm sure there's old advertisers, uh, old videos, hard case. Just make sure they don't have timestamps on them. <laughs> It'd be funny advertising an old car that doesn't even, um, <laughs> it's not electric or something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, I hope you're safe, safe mate. Um I mean, honestly, man, I don't wish I don't wish harm on anybody. But if if somebody were to take him out, I wouldn't really care at this point. Yeah, well, he's got he's got no real values and ethics. He's um, he's just you know, and as the desperation, that's the part that I've been noticing the most. He's he's desperate. He's back to the wall. He's claiming to be a billion. He told me he's not a billionaire when I was chatting to him, and then I said, "Well, you've been saying that to everyone for the last two months. You're changing your story now." And what a billionaire is a big statement. It's because he created over 600 different tokens yeah, and they have value, but there's no liquidity. So yeah, he's a billionaire in illiquid tokens. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a diamond that you can't cash up that sort of style. No, yep. no one can buy it. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, well, thanks for ringing me, mate. I just don't really know. Um, is there a chance he, he could get kicked out of Dubai if he doesn't pay that one point? two million dollars to somebody i i don't know do they ever i don't have any contacts with lawyers i don't i don't have i i'm I'm down to my last seven thousand usd well 
So I don't have money to pay a lawyer or anything like that. Yeah, I don't pay lawyers. Man. I just had a guy trying to sue me for $3.8 million for defamation. Um, and he claims to be a billionaire. Good luck. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, fuck that. You're not going to get in any trouble from that. <laughs> yeah, well, he, um, he now has to pay $27,000 for my legal fees because he um, he filed a discontinuance an hour and a half before a high court judge started looking at all the... I was in the, I was in the courtroom and it, the judge holds up a bit of paper and go, it's just a discontinuance. <laughs> they go, yeah, he filed it an hour and a half ago. So now that's why he has to pay all my legal fees because he's stuffed the courts around. But, you know... You know, he's another scammer, you know, and they just go on and on and on, you know. But, yeah, you know, and, and there's obviously no money for anyone to get their money back because that's the biggest question. I mean, that's something you could help me clear up, actually. I mean, people say, oh, you know, the one-times rumours. I know it's a joke, and I don't believe it for a second. But is there any possibility that these people that paid their money last week are going to get it back? And where did the money go? I don't know. He funneled it out of the main wallet. What's he do with his money? Is it going into Bitcoin or something? Like, what do you think people do who get the money? Like, he must have made, I, I, I don't even know. I guess he, he'd be lucky if he made 500000 out of that. I'm just, even, I don't think it's big money, but I think it's 500000 if it was that. And then he's taken it all out. Where does he put it? Like, in crypto? He did, wouldn't put it in the bank. Transfer it into... No, because I don't think... He, he, probably, he probably puts it in the digital currencies... Yeah, and then they're worth nothing. I mean, so it's all Bitcoin. Um, it is Bitcoin. It must be Bitcoin because that's the only place you'd put it, wouldn't it? You just you just go down with the rest of the world. If it goes down lower than thirty dollars, um, you know. Yeah, I've got no crypto, mate. I've got no money. I'm on the bones of my ass. That's how I live. Yeah, so that was the good thing with that guy who was trying to sue me. Um, for three point eight million, I had no money. So then the government comes along and says, "Well, we'll we'll pay for your legal fees, but you've got to pay us back if you ever get money." Okay, okay. So I had nothing to lose, and everything to gain. I couldn't let the um yeah, but um I just always wondered how they they live. Yeah, yeah. I I really don't I don't I don't really know. I I'm not a very big, you know, like I can I can put two and two together, but I'm not the kind of guy that tracks money and like. I got to focus my, you know, it, it sucks. And it, most people would be like, what the fuck, Garrett? But like, I've got to focus on building things to help people. Mm. It, you know, I can be the guy that, you know, blows the whistle and all this stuff, but I'm not the guy that does the blockchain forensics and tracks bank accounts and companies and people's names and stuff like that. Yeah. My brain doesn't work like that. I, I sent you that document. Yep. I'll download that. That, yeah. When you look at it, the uh, the the address begins in TFAP TFAP. That's the main VidiLook uh, deposit wallet. That's where all the money comes into. Right, and because I'm a bit that's dumb on the, the top on the addresses, all the deposits are one address. Is that correct? Or do they have many addresses going to the same? Do they all have to have one deposit address? Um, I'm pretty sure that the TFAP account was the what they call the super wallet, and it's in the uh, the, the 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 thing the document I sent you. There's a YouTube video that some guy did, and he was saying that that was the super wallet. It's like a 15 minute video, so you should oh. watch that. Oh, That's when I realized I saw that video, and I was like, wait a second, 
Yeah. This has got to, and then I went back to the payment from Sam and it says the same wallet. And I was like, holy shit, there's my smoking gun. Yeah. That's the, everyone's asking Garrett, can you provide proof that you didn't take the money? And I was like, how the fuck am I going to do that? And then it just kind of a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, that's it. Yeah. He's, he's got control of the wallet. It always has. So yeah. And he said, yeah. and he said he didn't. Yeah. And then if I'm the owner, then wouldn't I have control over the wallet? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And exactly. In, in the video I did. And then you know, I've got documents. Cause I've it, got two documents that, that Sam signed on behalf of Vidilook tech incorporated. If yep. I'm the owner, wouldn't I be signing those documents? Yeah. I've seen documents of the, the, the of these three documents floating around the web. I scanned them off the other day of the company, you know, the registration of the company. Um, and I don't, I got, I don't know how I got those, but I did. But um, yeah, oh, he's just a slime bucket, really, isn't he? I mean, I feel sorry for a lot of small people that have lost a lot of their money. Um, but I just, I didn't when I saw what was happening because when he's like the video I was up to five o'clock in the morning doing last night. He's in the cafe and he he's baiting everyone into thinking that you told him about video look and you introduced him to it and he bought into it because you sold it to him and. And then he, I can just see what he's doing, and I'm going, oh my god, he's going to throw Gareth, <laughs> Gareth, sorry, under the bus. And I thought, oh, that's a nice position to be in, and that's why I reached out to you. And I thought, wow, that's just that's just sick. So he's got no no scruples, no, you know, and he's obviously the man. He's the main main player, and he's just using people and doing whatever he needs to do. He's desperate. But people are starting to notice that all that that document that I sent out has now gotten to all of the big leaders, and they're like, holy shit. Yeah, Garrett. Garrett's right. Wonder what scam. That's, that's be the proof. Next. That document is like that's that's the holy grail. That is like, and then as soon as Sam saw it, he started responding. Of course he did. Well, he started responding he, to me. He started. You know what's one, that? He started responding to me once I started talking about the Australian stuff. That's why we chatted for three and a half hours, and he wouldn't leave the chat room, and he was, you know, and I, I was throwing everything I knew. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a jigsaw puzzle man. I'm just all over the place. I've got bits from here, there, and everywhere. And I just throw him bits. And I was asking about his wife, um, you know, his connection. I was going right back to when he – I've got videos of him going way back to um, – what do they call it? Bitcoin group. And, and there was a guy called Alan Wee. And then there's Jaden Wee. And there's Ryan Jew. And, and I've, got, I've got a whole archive of him, 12 years old. And I was I, – um, I, I just tried to keep him engaged until I said a few things that knew that I got his attention with, uh, especially with the warrant for his arrest. And he, he said, I, he, at the end of it, I said, I don't have a warrant for your arrest, but I, I do have liquidators that are after you. And I'm in touch with them, and I'm not, but I said I were. <laughs> and I said, and they want to arrest you, because, and you're saying that you're innocent. And if you are innocent then, Sam, why don't you come back to Australia and clear up the matters for the, the investors for the company? Because you can't. You're trapped in Dubai. And then he kept chatting to me, so I figured I must have said something that got his attention. So he's, he, it just shows he's desperate. Yeah, and he can't, it's not going it, to, he's not going to be able to do this forever. Yeah. I think he's going to be dead. That's what I reckon. He's just going to piss off the wrong people. And it's quite expensive to live. I mean, it's, you got to have. No, that. you can live cheap. Oh, There's people here that, that, that live off of like 2,000 dirham a month, which is like 500 bucks. Oh, right. All right. And obviously, I mean, of course, they, they get, they get, 
they work for companies, they get paid their 2000 salary. Right. So, but they also get their meals, uh, compensated. They have a place to stay. They have transportation, but it's like they're living in a room with five other people. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people can live here cheap. I mean, I, I do it. I, I, you could get, I, I order meal preps. I, 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 I work out a lot. Right. So like yeah. I order meal preps, I get two meals a day, 24 days a month and I'm paying $8 a meal. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And you can rent a, a nice, a nice one bedroom apartment here in a, in a, in a safe. I mean, it's all safe really, but in a nice area for like, I don't know, uh, one bedroom apartment, maybe 1500 usd a month which is pretty dang yeah. cheap yeah yeah oh, well, maybe so I should go you, there you can do it start right? up a scam. but if you want to you can you can live the big life too right yeah i can see that yeah oh well, good on you mate i mean uh, i feel for you i get it i see it I, I know sometimes you can get yourself wound up in something that isn't your circus so to speak i get it i just saw that happening and i thought no that's not right and i thought he's just gonna because I, I basically live, eat, and sleep, try to expose Sam Lee, you know, and that's what I do. And I've done it with quite a few others. Um, you know, I've been in the New York Times. Um, they wrote an article about me and got in the printed paper and everything, a whole feature-paid article on what I'm doing. And I'm, I was nobody at the time. I'm still nobody, but I just can't stand it, um, seeing this, these people. I just I think people deserve to lose their money a lot of the time. I sort of don't. Um, no one, like the, my guys said, no one's holding a gun to, gun to their head. They hand over their money with a hope that they're going to get an unrealistic return on their investment. I mean, and they don't listen. Like that VAV thing. I don't know if you know exactly how that went down, but that was just give your, your money to Sam and theoretically he'll give it back and, and, and then you'll get rewards that you can never take off the platform and never use. I mean, how pathetic is that? So why would you do it? And people think yeah. they're onto a good thing, and I go, "What's good about it? There's nothing. You're just going to get gas fees for putting your money in and out of the platform." Oh, I thought you was going to get rewards. Who told you that? Well, hey, a funny one. Um, the Australian crew, the guy that bought a three thousand dollar VAV package the other day, it went into somebody's. They paid it into a bank account, and it was a Australian bank account, and that's how they paid the money. So we don't even believe it went there. I reckon um, the guy that took the money. I reckon he just gave him the access to his old account and then on, on sold it. But that's brilliant because that's like uh, over here, that's called money laundering where you're taking people's money and not delivering the product. You get yourself in the ship for that. So I couldn't believe my luck when I heard that one. And I got the screenshots of the bank transfer and the bank account number and got the company name. But that looks like people aren't, and that's what started happening with Hyperverse. People were taking people's money and not putting it on the platform. And they were selling uh, used accounts that they were frozen the withdrawals on. And they were selling these like they were valuable to people. And then people never withdrew the money so they didn't know it was a dud account. You know, people rang me up 12 months afterwards telling me they have never tried to take money off the platform, but they want to know if I knew how to do it. And I said, there's no money left now. So you, you get stories like this all day long. So it looks like his own community is actually stealing from him from what I saw yesterday. So they're all a bunch of scammers. Nope, oh, dog's barking. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a mess, man. Yeah. But um, I do feel a little bit responsible. Um, but I'm also the first one that that left and told everybody what was going on. And people, they don't want to. They don't want to say, "Oh, thanks for letting us know the truth." Is all. Oh, why didn't you let us know faster? 
it's like okay just yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I, I sent you so i've got three or four things that i have on the back burner that i'm going to use when i need to yeah i don't want to fire all my ammo in one in one you know one go um yeah. but that document that i sent you it's already all over i've I sent it to, to, to like so many groups so many people it's so it's it's already spreading but it so just shows, that is public information. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's quite good to be in the loop with it. I mean, I you know, like I am a YouTuber. I'm not just after clicks, but I do want to expose him. And if I, you know, like your voice is strong, mate. You know, it's it's a good voice to say, you know, here's Sam. You know, he is the owner of Video Look. How can you say that somebody else owned it? And then Sam will have to come up with some excuse to say he wasn't. And how do you think? How do you think he's going to handle that? Everything is right there in that, like that document. It just yeah. kind of it. Go read it and let me know what you think. But it's yeah. it's just like it shows that the money came. He paid me out of the Vidilook wallet, which also means that if I was the owner, wouldn't I control the wallet? Yeah. That so then people think, oh, so Sam is the owner. Yeah. So which means lying. that he's not just a tech provider. Yeah. Which means that he's the one that took the money. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. And if people can't that's brilliant deduce yeah. that from what I sent, then those people are just idiots or yeah. they don't want to see the truth. No, that makes perfect. That's great. I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, well done, mate. I mean, because I, I didn't, I, I have, I keep up with it, but I don't keep up with it. I can't keep up as fast as he moves. But it's that is um, when I saw that, I thought he's he's going to do this to Garrett. Garrett. So I think is it Garrett? Have I got it right? Yeah, yeah, Garrett. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I could just see what he's doing to you. So I think brilliant for you fight doing that and putting that stuff out there because that other guy that's sitting, I, I can't remember their names, I'm no good with names, but the guy that's on the videos all the time, he's obviously trapped. Conrad? Yeah. Or oh, no, Vivek? No, no, Vivek. So he's, he's buggered and he's trapped and you can see that. So, you know. Yeah, he, he's not even the real CEO. He, he, was, he, he, he came on board to help us with handling the, um, the customer support. Yeah, well, he looks like the IT guy that fixes the computer when it doesn't go bing. He doesn't look like anyone. He doesn't look like a proper businessman. I mean, at least you've got a nice suit and you've got the voice and you've got, you can look somebody in the eye and talk to them. I mean, that guy there looks like he should be just behind a computer. No offense to him. But, you know, I can see he's, yeah, he's a puppet. Ex- I don't think he is, but he's like, he's not a bad guy. He's, no, he's, he's not evil. I think he's just, he, he's stuck. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the sad part of it. I mean, that's just, you know. It's just weird, man. All right, I'll have a look at that document, and now I've got your number. Of, um, I'll um, I'll, I'll see what I need to do. But I think um, I'm buggered at the moment. It's Friday night here, but I'm just thinking um, it, it, this could actually push them over the edge. Hopefully, we expose them enough for people to realise. You know, especially with the yeah. Um, I mean, I'm 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 down to to do a video with you and expose everything. I don't like. I don't think he's going to send someone to kill me or anything like that. Cause then yeah. I, I don't think he's got it. I don't think he's got it in him. He's not a gangster. He's, he says he's a gangster, but he's not. Well, what about if we did one and you went through the PDF that you just sent me and we went through and, um, and went through that stage by stage and you could just explain it as we looked at it together. That would might be a nice, simple video. Yeah. I mean, we could do that. I just need to, um, for the next, week or so i'm just gonna i'm gonna lay low and see yeah. if, if sam you know i reckon he'll change ha- uh, hangs himself <laughs> I, I definitely think he's gonna change tax if this is out you know and the, the, he'll probably twist something i don't know what he'll do but I, I, i'm quite excited to see what he'll come up with I, re- I reckon that's a good strategy i think um get this 
document out there, make sure that he can't use that because he was going down that road and he, it will be interesting to see who he throws under the bus next. And that's where that could be a, a, his downfall. <laughs> because well, piss off the wrong guy, right? It's either gonna be it's either gonna be Vivek or Conrad. And Conrad has he's he's compiled pages and pages of evidence and he's structuring it to when that happens, yeah. Sam's gonna bury himself. But he's he's a businessman, isn't he? So Vivek seems like a like to take on you know, the businessman, it's just going to be a bloodbath in a, in, a, in a way of speaking, but Vivek is an easy out. And you've got to understand motive and what he did with the money. That's the other thing Sam will have to come up with. That's going to be the tricky bit. At least you know a businessman's going to put yeah. it in some business. Like, he's just a worker. That's that's what I see. So, I mean, there's no reason why he would want to steal it, you know. No. And then if, if Vivek gets thrown on the bus, I'll, I'll defend him as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I'm I'm very vocal. I, I, you know, I, I get my videos out there. Um, if you need help, just yell out, mate, because I, I don't care if you've... I, I just want to get Sam, and I just want to expose and stop these people signing up for these platforms. That's all I want to do. With him. Um, I've recorded our conversation at the moment, and, and um, I do that all the time. It's just what I do. But I had a guy chase me around the streets where I live in his car for 10 minutes the other day and, and then smashes out my back window of a baseball bat, and I thought I was being chased by one of these guys. It just happened to be a road rage accident because he wouldn't, didn't know how to merge. But you do, you know, I live in a pretty safe country. Matter of the truth is, I mean, he's going to try, well, he might not now, but he tried to tarnish, he already has tried, isn't he? Tarnish your name, you know. And, and, it, and it fucking backfired. <laughs> oh, I think that's brilliant, mate. I mean, take my hat off to you. Good on you. I mean, I, I'm always taking photos. You know, like uh, what I'm trying to say is, you're always try, in the business. You always cover your ass if you can. If you've got an opportunity to get some information and stack it away somewhere safe, do it because you never know what's going to happen in the future. And what you've done is, is brilliant. You've, you've got enough. Like you've got a smoking gun there, uh, and you you've pulled out a few bullets and said, "Well, here you go, guys." Look at this. Now, do you want to carry got, on this, down I've this road? Other, I've got a few other, you know, tricks up my sleeve too, but yeah. I'm going to wait. Yeah. He was in Nigeria three or four months ago, and I don't know if that actually happened. But if it was happening, uh, it would be he, useful knowing it. <laughs> uh, say that again? It's because I know that he did go to Nigeria. He did? I don't remember when it was. but yeah, It was about three yeah, or four months because... ago. And I, I was surprised he got out of the country. I don't know if it was three months ago. It wasn't three months ago, but there was, they did with Hyperverse, he did go to Nigeria because oh. I'm working, uh, I'm working with this Nigerian guy. Um, well, he was promoting a uh, look and uh, he was like, yeah, Sam came out here and did a road show and yeah. yada, yada, yada. Cause Nigeria but that, is... I think that was with Hyperverse. Because Nigeria is, they have got something going down in the tech world, which a lot of people are using, and I can't remember what it was, but somebody said that there's there's some sort of, like, I don't know if it's a payment gateway, but there's something big that Nigerians are, have got control over that a lot of tech companies want to use, and it's also beneficial for a lot of the, the spammer company. I can't remember what it was, but... There was a couple of big scams going up down in Nigeria, you see. But I, I, I'd have to think about what that conversation was. I forget. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about that. But yeah. All right, mate. Crazy man. Yep. Well, I'll have a look at that document. I'll have a yarn to a couple of people I know. No. That's what I just said in my last video. If you watch it, I said, um, 
Keith uh, Karma caught up with Keith Williams. That's exactly what I said. I said, you know, and it's going to happen with Sam. I mean, something stupid could happen, but um, in the meantime, people lose money, but they're all, I mean, I bust these scammers and I get phone calls from people and I think, oh my God, did you really do that? Why did you do that? Who told you to do that? You know, did you not think this is a bit strange? <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh no, no, no. Yeah. You know, and some of these people have got so much money, you know, and it's not, it's just their play money, some of them. Um. And you sort of think, why did you do that? And, the, and how did you get rich in the first place? Because you sound like you're a dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, crazy, man. Yeah. All right, mate. I'll catch you up and um, I'll um, just leave it with me for a bit. And if you, if you, if he throws any other shit at you and you want somebody to help publicize it, um, just, just any time, mate, give me a ring and we'll jump on. I'll do a video and we'll expose the bastards if we need to. How's that? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Let's uh, uh, just go through that article. Let me know what you think of it, um, yeah. and then uh, let's let's touch base maybe middle of next week and see you know what's what's happened in the next week. Yeah, and then um, I mean, we'll come up with something, man. Yeah, get the bastard. We might have to yes, give, give him a trip. <laughs> give him a trip to Australia, free uh, holiday. No, that won't work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll, I'll put some thought into that. And uh, yeah, let's let's uh, touch base um, next week. Yep. Um, I gotta start my day. And uh, but yeah, man, good good chatting with you. I, I you know finding good people is always you know a positive thing <laughs> for me. Yeah, especially um, in the crypto world. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So cool, man. Right, well, mate. good chatting with you. Yep. Um, let's uh, let's touch base next week. All right, good on you, mate. I'll send you a text or something if I get any other information and vice versa would be much appreciated. Okay, All right. cool. Sounds good, man. See you, dude. Bye. All right, cheers. Have a great rest of your night. All right, yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Well, thank you for watching that. I hope you learnt a lot. I know it was quite long. I was going to do a voiceover as we went, but it just sort of draw out the pain. We obviously want to stop people like Sam Lee, and I, I do think it's possible. I've got a small YouTube channel, just short of 5,000 viewers at the time you watch this. And I really appreciate you when you share my videos. But there's going to be lots of other scammers out there. So what I'm trying to do, if you, if you go to my About Us section on my YouTube channel, you'll see I have a Telegram group. Please join it. Help me fight and stop these scammers. I really appreciate it. I'm Danny DeHeck, a.k.a. the Crypto Ponzi Scheme Avenger. I hope you've enjoyed this video. I'm also hoping that Garrett will actually come on and do another video with me. He's agreed to. He just messaged me uh, about two hours before I started doing this video. He said he wants to tell his story. I kind of feel for people that's got caught up in Ponzi schemes because it really does tarnish their reputation. So, I mean, you've got to have an open mind. Um, you know, everyone isn't perfect. Everyone likes money. And uh, we don't want to spend our whole life building our wealth. So sometimes people do get involved in taking shortcuts. But sometimes when you're talking to people, like I do, I can hear sincerity. I can hear uh, repentance, <laughs> as they say. And I can also hear anger and frustration about how they were fooled out of their money. So it would be fair to say that you might blame people. Like, 
I did a video about Keith Williams the other day. Now, Keith Williams promoted Hyperverse. One of his best friends reached out to me telling me that I was about to allege that Keith Williams was using stage four cancer as an exit strategy to get away with the money. I saw a billboard advertised where he was having a 60th birthday bash. And I thought, here's a guy that's living in a three million pound house in the UK, having birthday bashes, neighbours complaining to me about the noise, asking me when this guy's going to get locked up. And I was about to do a big video. And then one of his best friends contacted me and goes, hey, Danny, he really does have cancer. His 60th birthday party was actually a goodbye party. He's got a 3% chance of living. He's on a second belt of chemo. And I was thinking to myself, how does somebody, you know, everyone's going, wow, he deserves it. And I sort of say, well, I, I get where you're coming from. You know, but how do you process that? I mean, do you wish cancer on your worst enemy? Mm, I don't. I've got nothing really against Keith Williams as such, but it would be fair to say that karma does catch up. And I do believe in karma. I was brought up in a religious cult. I know how it all works. Why well, fight these Ponzi schemes? There's a real parallel. But I don't wish cancer on anybody or harm. But he, his best friend, and my point of saying all this, his or one of his best friends, is that he believed that Keith Williams thought it was a genuine opportunity for people to get wealthy. He believed that he was changing lives. But when it, all the funds stopped happening, he started to realise it was a scam. So then he says, that's why he became the global sales representative for Hypernation. His friend suggested that Keith thought that he could trade their way out of it by introducing more people into hypernation. As silly that may sound, let's just say Keith really did think it was a genuine business opportunity. And he really did think that he'd found that there was an error in hyperverse, and he did think he could get their way out of it. It may sound silly, it may sound ridiculous, and I'm not taking Keith's side for a minute. I mean, he picked on me claiming... I was a poor guy, wearing a cheap suit, and couldn't afford to pay my rent. Well, he wasn't far from the truth, but it was a Ted Baker suit. Anyway, my, my point is, if Keith Williams actually believed it was a genuine business opportunity, and you actually invested in hypercapital, hyperfund, hyperverse, hypernation, hypercosmos, hyperplanet, hyperbond, hyperNFTs, hyper-everything then how can you judge somebody who promoted a Ponzi scheme believing it was genuine when you invested in an opportunity what sounded too good to be true? So are you at fault because you decided that you would invest in Hyperverse? Did you think it sounded legitimate? Were you fooled by the person, the friend or the family member that introduced you into it? And if you're going to say, yeah, I was fooled, I was conned, then how can you really hold someone accountable who thought it was a genuine business opportunity? Just putting it out there, I'm not judging you, I'm not taking sides with you or Keith or anybody, but I've been, you know, it's been about a two-year journey for me, 
you know, watching all these scams unfold and honestly, every day, every single day, I get an email, a message from someone who's invested. I mean, some of them are quite funny. People go to me, can I get my money back? And I go, um, how much did you invest? And they'll go, $150. And I go, well, you're wasting my time. I said, you've just, you've lost $150. And then you get the big whoppers, like the $5 million person that's invested, or the $150,000, or the $240,000 invested in a, in a scam, and someone scammed them out of that money. And I'm just thinking, someone is sitting there trying to convince somebody to invest money, and then all of a sudden, all that money turns up in their crypto wallet. Imagine how that scammer must feel. Oh my goodness, I've just managed to con somebody out of all their money. It must be a real adrenaline fix. But anyway, my point is, my point is, there's a lot of scams going on at the moment, and there's a real common thing that your mum or your father would have told you, and it's really simple. If it sounds too good to be true, it often is. And when I'm busting these Ponzi schemes or these scams, I say, people, I'll give you three things to identify it's a scam, and I have not been proven wrong. The amount of people that have been scammed, and then they tell me they're jumping in bed with another scammer, it horrifies me. Three things. If it involves crypto, simple, one thing. Second thing, if there's a multi-level marketing component to it, meaning that is there a reward for people that introduce other people into it? Is there an affiliate structure to it? Is it shaped like a pyramid? Like the old e Egyptian pyramid, you know, not, not rocket. So you've got, you've got uh, I've forgotten the first one. First one is crypto, simple. Second one is reward system for pe people that introduce you to it. Two things. The third one is, what is the third one, Danny? I'm tired. Uh, first one, crypto. Second one, multi-level marketing. Third one is a reward. A reward for you giving them your money. That sounds too good to be true. I'm talking about one times your money in a month or a week. Or in Hyperverse's case, you were going to put $300 in and get uh, three times your return in your investment payback and rewards within 600 days. And then the system started reverse gearing itself, and they changed it. You had to put $400 in, and it was going to take 1,330 days before you got four times your money. It just doesn't happen. It's not real. So wake up. Smell the roses. You know, stop blaming everyone and take some responsibility for your own investment opportunities. I'm entrepreneurial. I've been entrepreneurial since the age of, I think, 23. I started working myself as a painter and a decorator. I had quite a successful business. I believe that everyone should work hard, think smart, think big, you know, get a product or a service, you know, Charge for your time or charge for the product. Make a profit and put your money in the good old-fashioned bank. You know, get some property and invest in property. For, you know, do that sort of stuff instead of these get-rich-quick opportunities. Thank you for watching and thank you for sharing your information with us, Garrett. I really appreciate it. As I said, 
I'm Danny Tech, aka the Crypto Ponzi Scheme Avenger. That's another video. I think I've done well over 400 videos now exposing Ponzi schemes and scams. Thank you for watching. Thank <laughs> you.